Hello and welcome to the Headache Doctor podcast. We're on this podcast. It's our mission to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about new daily persistent headache or chronic daily headache. If you have headaches that never stop, they're just constantly bombarding you with this pain signal and you've uh, ventured through the healthcare system and no one seems to have an answer, uh, we're going to talk about that scenario. It's a really discouraging scenario. It's one where a lot of people find themselves in it. And uh, I talked about this idea of feeling alone and isolated a few podcasts ago. And and it definitely, like when we talk to people that have this daily presentation of pain, they feel that. They feel that they just can't get out of it. The medication doesn't work. No one really knows what's happening. They feel like they're isolated. And so um, we, on this podcast, we, um, it's rare. It's rare. There's probably a scenario, but uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of one. But it's it's rare to find a scenario where it's like we would tell someone there's no hope. Like you're just going to have to deal with this for the rest of your life or until you age out of it. And uh, with headaches and migraines, that is kind of like not directly spoken, but it's a, it's almost assumed in that you're not provided with a specific diagnosis and uh, not a di- diagnosis that actually provides you with an understanding of what's happening. And then you're just supposed to kind of wait until you're like in your 60s or so and, and the pain should go away. And so what we want to do is is understand it. We want to understand what is actually happening here because these are some of the more complicated cases that we see here at Novera, uh, which again, if you're, so listening to this podcast, I realized, I thought about it the other day. Um, I obviously it's assumed like we're, we're working on people in person. I'm not just full-time doing this podcast. And so I pull information from what people ask me in person uh, as I'm, as I'm working on people clinically. And then I, I take that and I, uh, I do some research or we just like come up with a topic that would be helpful. And then I distribute that through this podcast. And so Novera Headache Center in Colorado Springs is where we, where we practice and where we function. The goal is to, is to grow Novera into multi-site. Um, so, uh, this next year, we'll be thinking about okay, where in Denver? Maybe uh, what what part of Denver? How can we get into Denver? Um, but past that, it's like we we want this to be a thing uh, all over the country, so that listening to this podcast, yes, it's helpful, it's empowering, it's educational, but then you can actually go find this type of treatment. And it's not as if we're like the only ones on the planet doing it. It's just hard to find it. And so whether we direct you or you just come to see us. Um, because it, it, I mean, we've had people from a- across the globe to, uh, I mean, every month people travel from out of state. And so finding the relief you're looking for, especially for these new, new daily persistent headaches or chronic daily headaches, uh, it can be, <clears throat> it can be really challenging. And so, uh, that was a little tangent just to say just to give clarity on like, we're in Colorado Springs, we're a headache center, we're run by physical therapists. And we do this stuff every day. So when I'm speaking about new daily persistent headache, it's because we've seen this diagnosis many times and we've seen these people find relief. All right. So I'm not speaking as some scientist PhD that just lectures in a classroom and doesn't actually do this stuff. I mean, I've, 
we we do it every day. Uh, people with this diagnosis come across our schedule all the time, and we have to help them. And so over the years, I've come up with sort of a framework, a better understanding so that I can educate people with new daily persistent headache. Uh, because again, it, it is one that's, that's really frustrating and, and can be yeah, it can be depressing. It can wear on you. Just every day you wake up with this pain and whether it's, you know, a two out of 10 or a five out of 10 or an eight out of 10, it'll fluctuate, but it's always there. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. That pain that's always there. It can present in different patterns, but oftentimes it's sort of like a, this global diffuse type of pain. So less of the, okay, it starts in the back of my head and wraps up and around on one side and more of the like strap-like presentation, my whole head kind of hurts, the pain can kind of move, but it, it it's less descriptive, less of a specific spot, and it's more just like your head hurts all the time, uh, both sides generally. The other thing that's interesting about these types of headaches is they oftentimes are very, these people are very sensitive to the triggers of, you know, lights and sounds. So the sensitivity type triggers, but also heat. So if they're in, so hot yoga comes to mind a lot. Um, sometimes pe- people are uh, really sensitive to the increase of temperature or a hot day. Like if they walk outside when it's bright and it's hot, the, the, the brightness and the heat will be a trigger. And then also diet, they tend to be pretty sensitive to uh, like sugar in particular. Sometimes even sugar can be helpful, uh, but it's it can be harmful. So there, there's different scenarios here and every situation is different in how they present. But oftentimes one of the, one of the constants is the sensitivities to lights and sounds uh, and then potentially that heat sensitivity a bit. But the pain is every day. And so these people also are they're very in tune to how bad their pain is. So when you ask them, so in, in healthcare, you know, it's common to ask, well, how would you rate your pain? And these people will say, well, it's a, it's a four today, or it's a four and a half, or it's a three and a half. Like they'll use these, the, yeah, this sort of a fraction of a number because, uh, they're so in tune with their pain because their pain is, is just constant that they understand when it like is slightly lower, slightly higher. Whereas if you have a headache one day and it's debilitating and terrible, and then the next day you don't, you're not, you're not necessarily as in tune to it because it's, it's not just like constantly bombarding your brain and you don't have to necessarily push through it all the time. Uh, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast is pushing through headaches on a regular basis. Um, but that those daily symptoms, and sometimes it's like a, it's a lower grade pain too, when I say lower grade, not to say like it's not incredibly aggravating or annoying, but it's not necessarily debilitating in the sense like you can't function. These people are pushing through. You may not even notice that the, so the people around them may not notice that they have headaches, may not be aware of it. It just changes their mood, their personality. They're a little bit more agitated, short tempered. They feel that they're fatigued and especially in the evenings, they'll want to just go home and lay down and uh, their social life is impacted. They they just don't feel like they're themselves. They're in sort of the shell of themselves that is, uh, yeah, a little bit more depressed because they're just carrying this pain all the time. So what I want to talk about is how how they got to this scenario. Like, how did they get in this situation? Because oftentimes it'll just pop up out of nowhere. It's like, 
you know, three years ago on May 7th, I woke up and I just had a headache and it hasn't gone away since. That sort of story. Uh, you know, pick a date, pick a time frame, and just, yeah, and it's it's never gone away. It's been there forever, uh, or at least since that day. And so we, we need to understand why that may happen. Um, it, it can be very confusing. It's like, well, nothing, like what changed in my life? Sometimes people have... Uh, these emotional, psychological, stressful situations. So a family member dies, they lose a job, whatever it is, there's some big life event around that time that may be part of it. Uh, Outside of that, it can be hard to say, like maybe something physically changed. We're seeing this pop up more with COVID. There's some scenarios where it's been like, I got the COVID vaccine or I I was, you know, a transition to working from home. And, you know, working at a desk for six months or so. Um, So there's different scenarios like that, which what we want to do is we want to we want to put these scenarios into the framework that we use. The principles of understanding the neck and the brain and how it responds to pain, where this pain would come from, why do you have pain in your head and uh, why why we can't see it like on imaging, why medication might not work, like all that that we've talked about. We want to fit it into this framework to understand it. So the idea here is that you've had tension building up for years. All right. So think back to the day that the headache started. Now, oftentimes people will report that they've had a history of less frequent, less intense headaches or migraines. Okay. Now, sometimes people will report like they've had nothing before. All right. But in both scenarios, you are dealing with tension and a problem in your neck or shoulders or jaws, like something is an issue that is that the brain is able to ignore, all right? So the brain's able to drown it out and say, we're not going to worry about this. This is something that we can just, like, we hold tension in a lot of different places, but our, we're not always, like, aware of it. Like, our brain doesn't have to distract us from whatever we're doing to say, like, hey, your your right upper trap is, like, a little bit tight today, and so you're just going to, like, you're going to need to be aware of that constantly. No, our, our brain doesn't do that. It's able to ignore those signals. And so if you're holding tension in your neck, it can it can ignore that. And if you're not really in tune or aware of what your body's feeling or what it should feel like, you might not even, um, like, you. yeah, you could go years or decades and not even really be aware that your neck is has an issue. So, and we see that all the time too. People come to us because we're a headache center and they have headaches, but they they don't have they don't think they have a neck problem. And they say, "Well, I, I've never thought of my neck as the issue." And all it takes is about five minutes of us showing them how their neck should function, and then just doing a simple test on their neck, and they're like, "Oh, wow! Like that that yeah that hurts." Or maybe they have pain on the upper part of their neck, uh, the base of their skull, but they don't connect that to their neck when really that is the neck. And so there's different scenarios here, but essentially you've been you've been harboring some sort of tension for a long time, and then it comes to this point where either the tension increases or your threshold drops or both, okay? So tension increasing, threshold dropping, and if you're watching on YouTube, you've got these two lines here, and when they cross, that's when you experience a headache, okay? So tension increasing, threshold dropping, when they cross, that's when you experience a headache. Now... The difference between someone that has a headache for like a day or two and then it goes away is that there's a there's a couple of things. One, 
If you have an intense uh, migraine presentation where the pain starts in the back of the head, wraps up and around, maybe it's sharp stabbing behind your eye, likely it's responding to whatever sort of activity or tension increased specific to that spot. So let's say it's the right side. The upper part of the neck uh, will have carried some tension, but then something happened where you slept funny, you sat for too long, you did a shoulder workout that caused some increased shoulder tension that traveled to your neck, whatever it was. And then the neck is aggravated and it just sends that pain signal that can't be ignored and it's debilitating. Well, over time that calms down, you sleep, your body sort of resets, and then you're able to go for another week or two and then it comes back. All right. Now the, the problem's not necessarily gone, but when we're looking at this graph, the, the, the variables shift enough where you can ignore it. Uh, whereas if you have a daily persistent headache, the, the, those variables don't ever cross back. Okay. They, they don't, they don't go back to the pain-free state again. And so the tension's always higher than your threshold. The, the reason for this, um, there's a few things that we see that I've seen in these types of scenarios. One is it's, it's young kids. So I've had a number of like middle school, high school, even elementary age kids that go from no headache to like just constant daily headache. Like it's just all the time. And then I've also seen more prevalent in females, but uh, in in my adult patients, it's more females that have a history of like maybe dance or they just um, they have really hypermobile joints. So they're they're not as stable through their neck as they should be. And so what's happening here is uh, the the neck is is having to utilize these accessory muscles. So basically, day to day movements, postures, activities, uh, the, there's different muscle groups that hold our head up. So one of those being the deep neck flexors, it's a postural muscle. It's intended to do a low load over a long period of time. Like it's, it's meant to just hold your head up. Now, if, if we have a lot of mobility and we, we tend to lack stability. So meaning it, it sort of takes more effort just to hold your head up, your 10 to 12 pound head. And so what happens is, is the neck will rely on these accessory muscles. So for example, the scalenes, uh, the, the shoulder muscles, like the upper traps or, or the levator scapula. And so it's using these, these other muscles to just sort of help out constantly. So if you're upright, uh, the, those muscles are having to do a little bit of added work just so that your head is stable. Now, these people are also more susceptible to feeling things like Poor posturing. Now, let's say in the elementary, middle school age kid, they, um, you know, they're doing homework and they're sitting on their bed, or they, you know, they're constantly looking at a phone or an iPad or uh, whatever. They're not getting the movement that their neck should have, and because their neck isn't as stable, it has to work a lot harder than maybe the next kid who doesn't have this hypermobility problem. Okay, so sometimes there's this sort of hypermobility connection, and the reason I think it's happening in this population. Uh, at least clinically what we're seeing, why I think it's happening more is because when you have these accessory muscles that are all kind of angry, it's both sides of the neck and it's loud signals coming from multiple areas. And then it's just like bombarding the brain and the brain has to pay attention to it to some extent. And it's not like a debilitating, like I'm going to put you down. I mean, it can be, but it's just sort of this like, 
everything's tired, everything's angry, and we just can't tolerate anything anymore. So you've gotten it to the point where like, it's just done. Like it's, it's not going to let you relax. It's not going to let you ignore it. It's just going to be there. And in order to unwind that, and we'll get to this more in a second, but in order to unwind that, we have to understand the problem itself, which is, okay, like the pain is all over. It's in the, it's in the forehead. It's on both sides of the head. It's in the temples and it's constantly there. It gets a little bit trickier to say, okay, like, well, is it, are there physical triggers? Does it increase with certain activities? Is it posture related? Is it, um, is it with certain foods? Is it, um, like what, like what are the things that cause it to increase or decrease? And for some of these people, it's like, they can't tell anymore. And part of that is just because it's a constant pain signal. And that leads us to talking about the, the sensitivity or central sensitization of the brain itself. So the other thing that's happening here is the thresholds dropped. Your body's threshold is dropped. That means your brain is just sort of uh, constantly aware of this pain signal, which can lead easily to the central sensitization, which means like your brain's just kind of hyper aware of it. It's hypersensitive to it. All right. And we see the connection between central sensitization or the hypersensitivities and those sensitivities to lights, sounds, uh, et cetera. Okay. So you're always in this zone of headache and the so you're you're kind of sensitive to all of the harsher inputs sensory inputs light sounds those things and cuz you have a da- you have a constant signal and it's it's largely going to be like one of the contributing factors that we see here is lots of tension potentially an like instability or hypermobility within the neck that's gone on for years and it's never been treated and it just sort of pops up one day because um, that tension line increased, threshold decreased, maybe both. Uh, who knows? But the brain and the body just got tired of dealing with this and said, "Okay, you're going to be in pain." Okay, so what do we what do we do about this? Well, the first thing we need to do is actually address the underlying problem. So, what is actually sending the pain signal? And the thing to note is when we are starting off with care with someone that has daily symptoms. The, the expectation can be a little bit different. So if you have if you have migraine presentation and the pain starts in the back of the head and wraps up and around and you get that two to three times a week, within a couple of weeks of starting treatment with us, like we expect some progress, like some sense of this is heading in the right direction. Now with daily headaches and this central sensitization, we don't always expect like a quick turnaround. Okay. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we get it but other times not, especially if it's been years where you've been having daily symptoms. And so what we want to do regardless is we want to treat the actual uh, pain source. So the neck, the shoulders, like whatever could be sending a pain signal, we want to make sure it calms down because we want to put the brain in an environment where that it can then go back to like what baseline is. So it's not hypersensitive anymore. It's just going to appropriately respond to a pain signal in the neck And it can go back to, okay, if you have some level of tension, it can ignore that, all right? But right now, you're at a point where it can't ignore anything, okay? So that's why we don't expect like that quick turnaround necessarily, because if we can treat the underlying problem, like the neck, the shoulders, whatever, uh, and get the the tension line to drop, your your threshold or your hypersensitivity, like your brain paying attention to this pain signal, it, it might have like grasped onto that so much so 
that it's just not going to let up and it needs time to figure out how to calm down. The other thing to note here is that medication, when it comes to daily symptoms, especially these diffuse, like it, it's just a headache, it's constant, it's all over, and I don't really get a sense of like anything that seems to trigger it or not. That to me puts up a yellow flag of like this, this person could be in a state of rebound headache. And really any medication as far as migraine meds can cause someone to be in, in a, in a rebound situation. And so some are more likely than others. And, but in general, if I'm taking someone through this process, we need to first treat the underlying problem that's sending the pain signal so that when they start to wean off their meds, they're actually finding relief. And there may be a period of time where it's kind of a tough, I don't know, like your body's been so used to you uh, pumping these meds into it. And so it just needs to adjust. All right. So it can be, can be a frustrating period of like, I'm taking these meds. Uh, I'm going through the the physical work of like making sure my neck is in better shape, but I'm still getting these headaches. Okay. Well, let's start weaning off the meds to see if the the meds are actually causing the pain. Uh, and that, that period can be a little tricky, but what we found, and again, it's hard, it's hard because as, as the person dealing with these headaches constantly, like some of the medications historically, or maybe even currently are helping a bit and they're allowing you to function. And so we want that, like we want you to be able to function still, but long-term, like we got to have a plan to get off of these. Otherwise there, yeah, you're just going to keep having headaches and the, the medication itself could be causing your headaches. And so we, we want, need to find hope a uh, solution, uh, an understanding of what's happening, meaning specifically in your scenario, and then start treating that. And then we need to be patient. And then we need to to make a plan to get off of these meds where we can stick with you and, and help problem solve during that process. And then the other aspect of that is lifestyle change. So what are all the little things that might be leading to um, an increase of tension? So we want to eliminate like every possible scenario where you would have neck tension or shoulder tension because your brain's going to be really sensitive to those things. So we want to take it away to the best of our ability. And that's where like I talked to Dr. Gutwein last time about the the virtual program and stuff. Like a lot of that is just coaching people on what being uh, at home and aware of like what, what can increase the amount of tension through my shoulders and neck. So it's that it's treating the actual physical uh, elements like in the neck, in the shoulder that could be sending pain signals into the head. And it's also figuring out a plan to, to wean off these meds, which oftentimes could be with your, uh, your neurologist or whoever the provider was that prescribed those. But, um, oftentimes when I talk to patients, they're like, yeah, I, I mean, I'll start, I'll stop taking it tomorrow. Cause I don't think it's doing anything. I mean, if you've got meds like that, I would, yeah. Again, this is a podcast. I don't, I, I don't, I don't even know who's listening to this. So, um, a lot of you listening to this, um, the intent is to empower you to start thinking differently and so that you can work within your healthcare system in your area or with us in a way that like, you're not just feeling victim anymore. Okay. So, uh, don't hear me say like, you should go off your meds immediately that, you know, that, that would be inappropriate from a guy on a podcast and you, the listener to take that it's understand that we've taken people through this process and medications have been a barrier to those daily headaches. And then we have to figure out how to get off of those and, and figure out a personalized plan that makes sense for that patient. Um, that's 
guys, these, these daily headaches, they're terrible. They're, yeah, they're just so frustrating. They'll change your, your personality, your outlook on life. Like they'll just wear you down. Um, but I want you to hear that there's hope. There's a solution. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes the right person to stick with it and, uh, to have faith and confidence in a process like this, uh, which is not, it's not necessarily even like faith in Novera or what I'm telling you, it's just faith in like how our bodies were designed and, and, and how we function and, and how we have the ability to, uh, to, to tolerate pain and to have a brain that like, yeah, it'll respond to, to, to pain signal over time and it'll be more aware of that, but then it'll also do the opposite and it'll learn to ignore it. And so we just need to use time to our advantage where time's been against you. Uh, and in the short term, these meds are probably potentially helping, but long term, they might just add layers to this problem. And so if you have daily headaches and they started last month and you happen to find this podcast, uh, this is better. I mean, I mean, no better time than the present to actually take some action. So reach out to us. Um, we're happy to help. We have a coaching program virtually that uh, we can assist just about anyone on. And then, of course, in-person care here in Colorado Springs. If you live locally and you have headaches, man, man, this new year, 2024, uh, we want to see you. And we want this to be the year that you figure this out. Uh, I'm excited for 2024. We've been able to help a lot of people. This is five years in business now, and it's a ton of fun. I appreciate you guys, the listeners, that um, just, yeah, share the podcast. You uh, are faithful to uh, always listen every week, and um, I hope that you feel empowered and and encouraged. That's the feedback I'm getting, and so that's that's the direction we're heading, and we're going to keep going down. as always, guys, it's our mission. It's my mission on this podcast to educate and empower everyone with headaches and migraines so that you can break free from a life of fear of your next headache or migraine and dependence on medication. I'll see you next week. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast. I know that you have a lot of options in how you spend your time and how you consume information around headaches and migraines. I just wanted a quick ask because the only way that we grow this podcast and continue this mission is if you subscribe, share this podcast, and of course, leave us a five-star review. Those are cherished and it makes my day when I see someone's story come through as a five-star review and how this podcast podcast has been able to help you. Thank you so much again for listening to the Headache Doctor podcast, and I'll see you next week.